we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Okay, now, with this canceling, this cancellation of the assignment of premature death, um, I will say this in, earlier and I didn't say it, I want, I want to remind you, Judy, and I know you, this can hit Judy and I hope more of you all jump on with Judy. Um, he says, this is why I told you what I told you when I told you it. I said that tell life to get ready for increase in six areas. He reminded me of that last night. He says, this is why I told them to expect increase in six areas. What are the six areas? Health is number one, right? Expect increase in health. Why do you need increase in health? Because there's something coming trying to take your health. And when there's an increase in health, glory to God, you can go through the double Z Delta Q uh, variant of the, of the COVID-19 virus, but because you are walking under supernatural increase in health, it will have no effect on your life. Someone said, I receive increase. There were six areas of increase that God promised us. He said health, wealth, what else? Power, what else? What else? Uh-huh. All right, he says we're going to experience increase in health, in wealth, in power, in favor, in visibility, and influence. Go ahead, please, daughter, put them on the screen now. I don't want them to miss this. The Lord says, remind the house. Remind the house. I had a, I had a, a, a long moment in prayer where the Lord was bringing back up words to me. He was bringing back words. He, he reminded me that I must remind those of you who were around, remind Highway Church of God of the sphere. That's the word the Lord gave me when we started our assignment, Highway Church of God. He says, son, I want you to end this, this, this term that you're in only talking about the sphere, supernatural, prayer, holiness, evangelism, relevance, and excellence. He says, um, I want you to get that word. See, you're going to realize in a second why I've been bringing up these words when you get the revelation of the word that we're in now. That you, you, you cannot allow the words that have been spoken to fall to the ground. Let me hit you, Werner. You can't let anything that was said to you in 2012 now be canceled because of what you're dealing with now. I, I want us to get to a point where we declare this. Every word that God has sent over my life, it shall be fulfilled. I will not allow words spoken to drop to the ground ground and lie dormant. I will capture these words. I will hold on to these words and they will bring forth a harvest in, am I talking to anybody in the room? Glory to God. So one more time we declare this, that as spoken over Life Worship Center and I'm a member of this church and if you are following or you're visiting, you are here for the word. So grab hold of the word and it says this, I will experience increase in health, increase in 
increase in power, increase in favor, increase in visibility, and increase in influence. That's the word over our life. Can we go ahead and say that? Can you put them in one line? Is that possible for you to do that? Or you can go one by one. I don't care. I want you all to say it now. Say, I will receive increase in and give the six areas. Ready? Go. Glory to God. You've got to be convinced of that. All right. So uh, remember that word. Let's get into the word for today. Um, uh -huh. As I was uh, beginning this morning, I was beginning with a statement that um, kind of scared me, and I had to erase it. I, literally, I went through this process of saying it and, releasing, and erasing it, um, and it was this, that your level of spirituality is confirmed by the state of rest that you live in. And this, that wasn't the statement I said that last week. But here's what I was going to say. I was going to say that outside of releasing and revealing the love of God in the earth, there's nothing as important for the believer as releasing and revealing the rest of God. And then the Holy Ghost said, erase that. Because I put it beneath releasing and revealing the love of God. Because I'm thinking the most important thing we're supposed to do is release and reveal his love. And then after that, we release and reveal his rest. He says releasing and revealing his rest is above releasing and revealing his love. That's contrary. Because love is the principal thing. By this, D-I-S, shall all men know that you are my disciple. If you have what? Uh-huh. Remember? Beloved, let us love one another. Y'all know it? For God and everyone. Y'all ain't been to Sunday school. Remember y'all? Yeah. No. Oh, I know the part. <laughs> I know the part. Uh huh. First John 4. <laughs> I didn't know about the clap part. That, that's, that's the remix. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, so I'm saying, God, what kind of heresy you got me preaching? Why would you tell me to tell the people that? exemplifying the rest of God is higher than exemplifying the love of God. That's contrary. And then he said, okay, with your smart self, go to 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Here's what he says. Ready? Read. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now that is crazy right there because I'm trying to build a case as to why resting in God should come before exhi exhibiting the love of God. This text says that God has given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Watch this. What this text is saying, that if fear has dominion in your life, power, love, and a sound mind can't work. Fear will, e Lord Jesus, we have time. Fear will erode power. 
Where there is fear, there is no rest. Do you agree with that, right? There can be no rest where there is fear. Nobody's rest when they're scared. You can sleep, but you still can't rest. Because uh, Tylenol, Tylenol P, I'm going to put you to sleep. But you will not rest if you're in a state of fear. So, so watch this now. Fear moves in and power is eroded. You are not your strongest when you are afraid. I got some little gym partners with me. And, uh, and I put them on and said, listen, man, let's try some heavyweight today. And we put the weight up under there. And they say, boy, the answer is scared. Get from under this weight. The moment I hear them say, I'm scared to lift this, I say, move. Because all you can do is hurt me and hurt you. Because fear erodes power. Glory to God. Everybody that ever competed before in their life, their coach always told them this, relax. Talk to me, man. Basketball, football, track and field, powerlifting, whatever you did, some of y'all, y'all sport was checkers. You were always... That was your athletic competition. Whatever it was, you were told to relax. Because if you ain't calm, your power ain't gonna flow. Then the big one after power is love. If fear is present, love ain't full. Huh. There, the Bible says in 1 John 4 and 18 or 17 or 19, somewhere in them last teens, says there is no fear love please find us so they can know I lie there is no fear in love fear and love are not supposed to coexist love is designed to erase and get rid of fear but when you allow fear to sit there, love becomes eroded. I can't love you right if I'm scared you can cheat on me. So I tell folks, if you're scared of cheating, don't get married. Watch this. And that's why I tell folks, that if you can't forgive your husband for when he cheated on you, leave him. Pastor, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. No, because it ain't going to work. Because there is no fear in love. Look straight. Don't turn your head. Just look straight. Look straight at me. I had a couple before. And I told... I told, I told the brother, I said, my brother, listen to me. If you can keep on reminding this woman of what she did 12 years ago, let the woman go, please. If you can't forgive the woman, let the woman go. No, I love her. No, you don't. Because love draws you to release fear. But where fear is present, love can't coexist. Is this dude talking pretty good this morning? Yes, thanks, thanks, Peggy. He says, so, so, I think I did a good job proving my point, right? That rest got to come first because if rest ain't there, love can't flourish. 
you don't trust me, why are you with me? Get out of denial. It ain't working. God, I don't want to sit there long. Let me move. Let me. Let me. No. No, I ain't saying that. I go on. I go on. That's a hit and run. I can just leave that alone. Look at the text, Lord. For there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear. Because fear has what? That's just all mention, man. It puts it in toil. I was telling a couple this week, I remember a time when a fellow caught me and said, boy, I, remember I had the expedition? You remember the expedition? I had one expedition jeep. And I said, man, I saw Robin with one man in the car, out in your car at lunchtime. The fellow called me frantic. So I saw Robin and she was on Hall Road. Tony Williams, Darling Highway. You tell me where she was too. Uh, she, yeah, he said she was there. I say, bro, did you get to talk to her? I said, no, she was driving past. I said, man, if you could run her down, please tell her, bring me something to eat when she go up. Because <laughs> whoever that boy is, I hope you have enough money to buy lunch. I know I train her better than that. You go in with somebody and the boy can't buy. Dude, can I buy you something to eat? I know I train you better than that, Robert. And I don't want no box or bike. I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I can't be functioning in fear. I have too much work to do. I had, I had too great of an assignment on my life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All right, so, so rest goes beyond love. Because if there ain't no rest, they're loving or flourish. Parenthetically, let me throw in the last one. While I'm there, I might as well finish the first Timothy, second Timothy 1 and 7. I might as well go ahead and finish the last one. Because um, the last one in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, they go in there right now. Trust me, I can say it one more time. The last one in 2 Timothy 1, thank you, uh, he says, uh, power, love, and what? When you're scared, you're dumb. Can I say it again? When you're scared, you're dumb. Scared people is do dumb things. You scared people is Lord, I wouldn't break this down, but it's so much. Because I, I really want to itemize some dumb things we do. Because we're scared. Scared you're going to die single. And Lord, just start doing dumb things. Because you're scared. If you wasn't scared, you wouldn't have looked at them. But because you're scared. And nobody can love me in the state that I'm in. 
all these children, Lord, all this luggage, all this luggage, all these backstories. You got enough backstory to have a volume of books. Full library, Lord God, of backstories. So now you're scared. You don't think sober. You don't process. You're just, you know, impulsive. In case you don't know what impulsive means, just, just do dumb things. Without thinking. So please hear me when I tell you this concept of resting is not for your neighbor I preaching to you. I talking to you. Well, I is a calm person. No, but you ain't resting because you're crazy. I know you. They ain't know you, but I know you. You're crazy. That's why the Lord told me to preach to you. Tell them rest, son. Tell them rest. Tell them calm it all the way down. Glory to God. I ain't going to preach on my daughter. Daughter gave me a reason to leave my rest this week. And then, you know, her mother sometimes be provoking. You know, you know, some, you know, she got a mother who, you know, I believe my, my, my child, my children have a mother who like when daddy get riled up. <laughs> she loved for me to run hard on the children. So she's, you know, she provoke me, man. And boy, she was, Robin was pushing me this week. She said, Emmett, Denzel, I ain't deal with it. It's on you. I ain't deal with it. It's, it's your children. You do whatever you want to do. I ain't deal with it. come back. Anyway, I told them, you can deal with it. Lord, I trying to rest. Because if I hold this child, any of y'all ever been there before? Like when you're talking to yourself and clapping? Mmm. You, you singing to yourself and clapping your hand and pacing the floor and you start saying stuff like this, if I had the will of you. And then you realize, hold on, I do have the will of you. Glory to God. <laughs> Lord. Anyway, so he says, when you resting in the place of rest is the guarantee of sober thinking. It's one of the greatest benefits of being at rest is that you think. You process when you're in the place of rest. And with all the things that are happening, listen, man. In this country right now, in this world right now, watch the world news, see what's happening in Afghanistan. Be like, Lord, God, is he running, down, running, running after a plane, trying to jump on a plane? Oh, oh. Then you prorogue, and then you change the day, then you're opening this day, then you come back, and then you, then you dissolve. It's like the enemy is on an assignment to take you out of rest. 
You scroll through, last night I'm scrolling through Facebook, dear friend of mine that goes to um, St. Agnes Church, dear friend of mine, we went to court school together, said condolences to her family. I said, what? Condolences? She and I the same age. I said, what is going on? Like, almost like you scared to scroll on Facebook now. Like, every, every WhatsApp group you in, every two days, condolences. And you come to church where we believe in life and we, our church name life, but with all that stuff going on, eventually you start penetrating. And then you start feeling a little cold on your chest and now fear comes in. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. You start having a slight headache, Brent, start feeling a little dizzy, and now fear comes in. Hold on, I wonder what this is. Start having a little cold chills, a little temperature, and now fear moves in. There is a diabolical plan of the enemy to get us out of the place of rest, but we declare war against that agenda now and declare we will live in rest. Glory to God, yes we will. We will live in the place called rest. God Almighty, I feel like taking my time. I've got a little definition for rest. I want to give it to you. It says this, existing in a state where the conditions of life are not allowed to alter the peace, watch this, or pace of your life. Can you put it on the screen for me, please? That's a, that's a definition the Lord gave me. Um, um, you haven't typed it up, just take your time to type it up. I'll say it again. Existing in a state where the conditions of life are not allowed to alter the peace or pace of your life. Don't need to say it again. Is it on the screen yet? Let's go ahead and say that. Ready? Say it. Read it. State where the conditions of life are not allowed to alter the peace or pace of your life. That's what living in the rest of God means. You ain't changing my peace, and you ain't changing my pace. Glory to God. Essentially, living in rest means, watch this, to be walking in rhythm with the voice of God. To be walking in rhythm with the voice of God. Glory to God. You, you find the cadence of his voice. And you grab a hold of that and you move with him. Perfect example is that boy Enoch. Found God's rhythm and never died. The Bible says he walked with God in, in Genesis chapter 5. Boy walked with God and walked himself right into heaven because he found the rhythm of God. That's how you live in the rest of God, by finding his voice and staying with that rhythm. So I need you to get this. Uh, experiencing and living in the rest of God is not some ascended level of thinking. It is not some carnal act that you engage in. Living in the rest of God is 100% spiritual. If you ain't allowing the Holy Ghost to function on the inside of you, you ain't going to see this rest. Because you can't perceive the voice of 
of God. Are you hearing me? You cannot perceive the voice of God without the Spirit of God. And so those people that want to experience this rest but don't want to be filled, you are in a conundrum. Because they go hand in hand. You're going to need the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Come on, Modena McPhee. You need the Holy Ghost if you want to live in the rest of God. You need the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost allows you to hear the voice of God and it's only the voice of God that allows you to enter the rest of God. If you can't hear him, you can't rest in him because you don't know what he's saying. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office. 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.